Oh, I had feedback in my headphones from the old uh, YouTube stream. Oh, yeah. Couple whiskey glasses, you know. Yeah. So whiskey glasses. I put out a little little fucking DIY help. I got too many goddamn bottles of whiskey, and I don't know what to fucking do. I saw that. I got nothing. You got nothing? Well, I mean, some people were like, oh, just start making moonshine and put them in it. Like, okay. Other people were like, oh, make like a mosaic fucking wall out of them. And I'm like, it's not really mosaic when they're all the exact same bottle, black and white and clear. Yeah. <clears throat> like, one person was like, uh, make lights out of them. It's like, what am I going to do? Fucking make bedside lamps and sell fucking for a fucking year? No. <clears throat> see what you can do with them it's too bad like we just didn't remember like the days you could just go to a gravel pit shoot shit yeah i mean see i'd like to take like colored glass bottles like the green one or like uh, take some of them and go out and just fucking smash them because you know People like finding sea glass, and you can't get sea glass without breaking glass in the sea. So it's not littering, it's recycling. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oops. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with them all. See, I have another, sh- I have a shelf in my shop that I can't reach without a ladder. So I'm sort of like, well, maybe I'll just go out there and fucking put them all up on there and then just leave them. And then when I'm old and decrepit, then someone else can fucking deal with them. Exactly. What do you got there? This. This was from uh, the in-laws. Wow. Yeah. Nice little cigar case. Hmm. What do we feel like? Maybe a signature. Very noble. That's 25 minutes. This fucking thing, they, they estimate 60 minutes on a fucking Churchill. 60 fucking minutes. Was that like straight smoking time? Like, I don't know. That's a long time. Very long time. Like, I remember like people have given me American spirit cigarettes in the day. Oh, it takes like fucking eight minutes. And I would smoke like half of it, throw it away. Yeah. I don't have that kind of time. Well, luckily, I, m- I, I do because I'm all oh, the only thing I got on my plate is this right now. So give me a Marbred. Let me fucking suck that thing down. Chief away it. we go. Chief it right down. Yeah. Oh. So how's the, uh, so back to work part time. Yep. It was all right. It was nice to get back. It's nice to get out of bed and like 
get in a routine and go to work. Feel like you got to do something. Yeah. And then I had to go. So another, so I went, today was my first day back. And then I had a follow-up doctor's appointment with my orthopedic doctor. Whole day, huh? Yeah. So I, I left work, headed to the doctor's office, got caught in bridge traffic on the middle bridge. So I'm like, I called the doctor's office. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late. Just so you know, she's like, no problem. I'll let them know. So I continue to head that way. I'm almost there. I get a phone call. Uh, you're supposed to be at the York office today. Oh, I was like, okay, well, can you let them know I'm going to be really late? <laughs> Which I only ended up being like 15 minutes late because I just turned around and got on the highway and right headed for Portsmouth or York. But I nobody said anything that it was in the York's York office. Like on my fall on my reminder phone call, it was you know Portsmouth office. I think he operates out of the York office on days that he's operating at York. Yeah. Which makes sense. Apparently today was one of those days. Happened to be. Maybe trying to get maybe maybe he ended up in the York office just because uh you know off Friday. Gotta get an extra yeah. surgery in. Yeah. Um but yeah, back to work. Something to do. Do you ask him why he fucked up the first time? No. 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 I just left it alone. I let him. I'm just I'm on the road to recovery. I feel good dealing with everything else. I just think it'd be a good little ribbon. Be like, so I mean, did I just do so good in the first time that you decided the second time you just had to fuck up once? Like (laughs) I'm gonna see him in another couple weeks, so maybe I'll ask him then. The joke we have, like when I was in the emergency room, and I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. You know how you're not supposed to eat after midnight for a surgery? Yeah. So I woke up at like 11.50. Like I was in and out of sleep and I woke up and uh, I saw like I had some ginger ale left on, on the table. So I like woofed that down or drank it down and then I fell back asleep and I had a dream that Dr. Sutherland came into my emergency room area and he had a bag of Cape Cod potato chips <laughs> and I looked at my watch and I was like, it's 1158. We've got time. Yeah. So he popped, so he popped him open and we, we ate the Cape Cod potato chips. And then like the next morning, the, like as soon as I saw him, I'm like, you and I, I had a dream about you last night. And he's like, really? And I told him that he died laughing. Yeah. So that's the joke. He comes in. He's like, I didn't bring any chips, but I'm here. So maybe bring him, funny. bring him some nice Cape Cod salt and Vinnies or something. I think I've got to do that. This is a joke. <laughs> but do you have a good Christmas? We did. Although it's turned into a bit of a shit show at this point, but it's okay. Christmas was good. Like got up, kids went nuts. It was perfect. And then we went up to the parents, had a actually very nice dinner. And 
visit with everybody. I just so what you were anticipating didn't happen. Um, not really. Didn't happen. Okay. But I didn't relent either. I went right after it. Like we were there. Like it was, we might have been there seventy-five minutes before I just fucking. All right, let's fucking talk about something. Something came up about driving. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Just driving right by somebody and not fucking stopping and saying hi. Huh, that's fucked up. Oh. And just went after it. It's like, well, In typical I, holiday fashion. Well, I mean, fuck it. I didn't talk right. about religion or politics, so might as well just stir the family drama. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I wouldn't give a fuck if I didn't care about you. Like, I want to see you. Like, we have a good time when we're all together. Yeah. You just wanting to do that just makes me go, all right, well, go fuck yourself. That's yeah. that's where we're at. She's like, well, that's not what it means. And I'm like, well, I'm not driving four hours fucking north to Bangor. Sorry, just not doing it. I've got two kids. That's a fucking death sentence. I'd rather blow my brains out. <laughs> it is what it is. But it went well until the fucking... Well, I don't know. I don't know how it works anymore. I don't know the rules. I don't understand what's going on, but fucking stupid cousin tested positive fucking yesterday. Yeah. Or, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, Tuesday? Yeah, yesterday. And his brother tested positive, I found out today. I'm like, oh, good. And they're both like, yeah, we feel like shit. And I'm like, no one here feels bad. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Sounds good. Sucks for you. Sorry, you move. Yeah. Sorry, you immune. Sorry, your immune system is just a little bitch. Um. So I have. I know you haven't gotten tested, but what about? So every the only one we uh we took the youngest to get tested today, which I was like, what's the fucking point? Like, I uh, sure, go take her. That's fine. What are you going to do different? Like what? There's, I don't know. I understand testing if you're symptomatic. Yeah. But if you're sitting here, buying normal, no temperature, no nothing. Skaboosh. And now just everything's fucking unfolding. And I was talking to Leah about this and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't want to gloat. I mean, I do. I do want to gloat very badly. Especially like all of the people in the medical field that are like, well, you got to listen to the CDC. You got to listen to the CDC. Okay. CDC just said, it doesn't matter if you get it or not, get your ass to work. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, now we don't want to like what the CDC says. Oh, ain't that a bitch? Yeah. So I, I, I found that because it was, of course, all over social media today. People like making fun of the, the CDC. And it's just like the CDC has had their hands up in the air since the start of this thing. Yeah. So. But now when I just. I don't know. I sort of enjoy the fact of like, I don't know, just fucking go live your life. Just do you. 
I don't give a fuck. Don't tell me what to do. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. That's it's that simple. Now, if you tell me what to do, I'm going to tell you to kindly go fornicate yourself. Go fuck yourself. I don't fucking care. You worry about you. I'll worry about me and let's move on. That's it. And it's like, and now the CDC, the one that has been, just been held in this high regard of the persons that we need to trust, come out and say, ah, well, if you're a nurse and your hospital short short staffed, it doesn't matter what you feel like, get your ass to work. Yeah. Oh, so now the CDC isn't right, or I'm just trying to keep up here. Which which CDC do I listen to? The one when you yeah. like it, or the one when they just talk? Because I mean, whatever. You tell me, boo boo. And I mean, the Omicron, it's just a little bitch virus from everything that I've seen. Like I saw one where it was like the symptoms of Omicron and then on like what it says on the, the NyQuil bottle. It's the same exact symptom. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It's almost like we blew something up really big to maybe do something. And then now maybe we can't sustain it. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, but I here just, we are. Yeah. Let's get off of this subject. I so survived. One of my, we beat COVID. I'm calling it. Yes. Yeah. We beat it. So I, I'm going to. You're going to pivot. I'm, I'm going to show yeah, I'm going to show you one of my Christmas gifts that I got and see what you think because I don't know if you have this in your house. I would assume you do, but it may be one of those things where it's like no, you you got to go you got to go get the real thing. <clears throat> yeah, no. 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 There's only one place you get flow sauce and that's fucking flows. Remember when you told me I should get the uh, the foam inserts for these? Yeah. Did you get them? No. Oh, because I keep falling out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I gotta say, my wife like killed it this year with with Christmas stuff. She did a really good job. Nice. Like she. Like she found one of the YouTube channels I subscribed to. She yep. like searched them, found their store, and bought me a T-shirt from them. And then, uh, un- unbeknownst to me, she had like subscribed to Rep Your Water. Yeah. And the state of Maine hat has been out of stock forever. Yeah. And it came back into stock, and she got a notification about it. So nice. she ordered me one of those, which I've been wanting one of those for a while. So she did a really good job. I'm not a fan of the main wrap your water hat. I have like all the other hats. Like it's just kind of like. It's kind of plain. It's just because it's still just the state with a trout. Like, yeah. One. Like the Colorado one where like it's the Colorado flag as the trout. Like, yeah. That's dope. Like. Give me a brown trout with a fucking pine tree and a star on it. Like, do something. I don't know. 
I wonder if they tried to do that. And then that company that makes those hats was like, nope, that's ours. I don't know. Cause rep your water has been around for a long time, but, but you got me that. And this some, I got some stuff for my bike. Um, so yeah, it was a good, good day. Went down to my, so every year or for the past two years, at my mom's house, we've done so. My mom collects snowmen. Yeah, and um, she has just hundreds of them. Um, An army, yeah, yeah. So every year, or I say every year, the past two years, we've done a snow like my uncle, myself. And Mandy have done a snowman counting competition. Okay. So we have to count all the snowmen that my mom has in the house. And whoever gets the closest gets the uh the trophy, which is a giant snowman, about you know, about two feet tall. And uh <clears throat> then we write our names on it's like the Stanley Cup yeah so he, he goes to the next champion the following year so we did that and mandy won it last year my uncle won it this year next year hopefully it'll be my turn you're gonna put in the work put in the study in i think where i messed up was like the christmas tree because all the snowman ornaments count and i started counting them and i'm like Okay, I just threw a number. I threw a number down. Yeah. And I was close. I think there was 90, 96 snowman and I had 93. And my uncle had, or I had 94. My uncle had 95. So he won. Where was Mandy at? She was like in the hundreds. She was way over. She just got lost and kept counting the same one. Well, you know. We, my uncle and I heckled her pretty hard when she was doing her counting. Like we had a uh, Chris Collinsworth and Jim Nance thing going on. So now is this a timed counting evolution or like, so are yeah, there... you, you, you get three minutes. Okay. I mean, it's a small apartment. It's not huge. So no. it's, it's pretty easy to get around. And are they, uh, is snowman hiding legal? No. All have to, has to be plain sight. Yeah. I think the way you should do this is set it up just in one room, get a chair, and you have one minute, and the other two competitors get to spin you. That's a good idea. But somebody would probably end up puking all over my mom's snowman. Yeah, but you could be like a fucking, you spin one direction for a little while and then get spun the other way, and then you have to still count as you're spinning. Yeah. Fuck I it. like the way we did it this year. Three the, minutes, uh, good, though, to come come up to 90-something in three minutes. Yeah. It's tough because you've got to go the living room. I mean, there's 50-something snowmen just in the living room, you know, with the with the Christmas tree, and then the kitchen, the bat. There's there's snowmen. In the, there's like there's more than one hand of snowmen 
in each room. Huh. That's a lot of fucking snowmen. Oh, yeah. Partially, it's my uncle's fault because he gets her a new one every year. So where do the snowmen live? The rest, I mean, that's a fucking lot of snowmen to have to store. I've kind of wondered. She has a storage unit. I've wondered this about people with like the big ass Christmas decorations. Like that dude that's over in in Portsmouth off of between Woodbury and Lafayette. I don't know. Yeah. He used to live in South Berwick, but he had like wooden hand cut out plywood Christmas decorations. Dude, that's like fucking $6,000 in fucking plywood right now. Yeah. Like, what do you do with all of that? And like, I don't know. Like, I like Christmas lights. Like, our lights are on still. I, I will leave my lights on till probably spring. I might take Frosty and Mickey out, but. like, Well, we then just- they're just like, you could just do like, now they're New Year's lights. Well, and I feel like. The only colored lights I use are on a tree right now. Like they're on uh, like one of the front bushes and they're all red or orange, whatever. And we've got two and then I've got some wrapped around the tree, which I don't even know if they're working, whatever. Um, But then the rest of the whole, the whole house is outlined in white lights. So I'm like, those are accents. Like that's not really Christmas lights. I left them. I actually left the ones that go the entire length of the house up all last year. My uh, my mom leaves her Christmas tree. Last year, she left her Christmas tree up all year and just changed the decorations for the season. See, I didn't plug them in. Like once we were done and once I picked up the Christmas lights, like I unplugged them, but they stayed up on the house just because I ain't fucking, I ain't about that. I zip tied them to my fucking gutters. I ain't fucking pulling them back down. <laughs> them fuckers are up there till they don't work anymore. Um, got to see, got to see my dad, which was good. Good. On New Year, on New Year's, Christmas Eve. He liked the blanket. Seemed to. He did really. He can't really say much. You know, but he he like held it, and they're gonna put it on his bed for him so he can use it. Nice. But yeah, it was a it was a busy weekend. I'm pretty sure my mother got my wife an anxiety blanket under the guise of, "Oh, we were trying to get you a really soft, cushy blanket." <laughs> <laughs> it may not be an anxiety blanket, but motherfuckers, that thing heavy. Yeah. Like, you Is know, it like one of the weighted ones? Yeah, that's what I mean by anxiety blanket. It's yeah. not, I don't know if it is. I didn't really read the tags of anything. Like it's super fuzzy and it's super soft. But it's only like a twin size like blanket that weighs like four king size fucking. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's got some weight to it. And I'm like, huh. So your mom got a pretty unique gift. She did. She did. It required me to stay up till 1130 at night on fucking Christmas Eve. That's what I heard. That's sacrifice right there, you know? Now, is that just a rental? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Got it. Until I decide I just want to start buying them and I'm going to have my own company. It's an outrageous amount of money to pay to get rid of shit. Uh, yeah. If you rent that thing out one week a month, you pay for the trailer. Oh. It's a lot of money. But they need I know to- guys. I know guys that don't even landscape that buy like the the bark blower trailers for spreading mulch. Yeah. And then they rent them out and pay for them like halfway through a season and then like buy another one and then they have end up having like a fleet of them. So it's it's stupid money. Well and I the other thing I would do is rent like I don't know. <sighs> part of me is like I don't want to do that business, but then the other part of me is like because people are fucking dumb. Like people I give too much credit to the people that I'm normally around and don't understand how dumb the majority of society is. It's fucking it's a scary world. It's bad. Like this is what you can put in my dumpster. Okay, I'm going to put everything that you said I can't. No motherfucker. Like I just know there's so many of those horror stories. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Oh, I got the storage for trailers, though. That's the only thing. You really I mean, do. I could store like 15 of them fucking trailers here. And really, I shouldn't have that many here at, at once. And then I have the spot to fix them. Yeah, that's the trouble with that shit. And then you start, like, especially if you get, I don't know, that shit starts breaking and just becomes a pain in the ass. Yeah. But if you deal with good people and good renters that don't destroy shit, it's fine. But if you fucking deal with fucking Tony the tweaker that just tries to fucking take all the copper off the fucking thing while it's at his fucking house. All right, dude. How about I just load your trailer into the fucking thing too? Fuck you. Yeah. But that's what they make insurance for. This is true. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I dropped that off at eleven thirty at night on Christmas. Nice dump trailer to start emptying out the house. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't really know what's going on there. So kind of at a all stop due to winter and no road. So is he called Nick? No, I don't know what's going on there. I don't want to go into too much of it. I yeah. He and I had a long chat the other night and I believe there will be some movement on where things are being done and who's doing things, but I don't know what's happening. I told him to call Adam, but yeah, 
since Adam did the road right before his in a week. So, yeah, and Adam's equipment's in that area, anyways. Exactly. So we'll see. I don't know. But the trouble is, he's going to pay more. But at this point, in two years. Yeah, exactly. Um, been hunting a lot today. Took today off. Did I take yesterday? No, I hunted yesterday. The only day I haven't hunted was Christmas Day. And then any more bands? No more bands. A lot more ducks shot. What did I had a Friday? Yeah, I had a Christmas Eve. Shot a hen. And then no, I didn't hunt Sunday. We took Sunday off. Did I? I don't fucking remember. I don't think I had it on Sunday. And then shot two black ducks on Monday, two black ducks yesterday. And we have no fucking weather moving, so no birds are moving. And yeah, I mean, there's birds around, but they're not really moving hard yet. Another year of the Department of Fucking Inland Fucking Fish and Wildlife not fucking doing anything about the changing of the seasons and the fact that it's fucking, what, 40-something fucking degrees out right now? Yeah. It's 37 right now. The next one, two, three, four, five days... It does not get below 35 and a high of 50 on Sunday. Good for us. Like, do we not want to fucking understand how migrations work with weather patterns? And when there's not weather, there's no birds. All right, fuck it. Never mind. But how would you fix it? Close the season if you're having fucking days like this. Like, if you have a wicked warm spell. Like this, when you know birds aren't migrating right now, you know birds are staying where they are because there's no snow up north. Oops, there's shit everywhere. So be able to close the season just like they do with tuna fishing. Like they have quotas in tuna. It's the same idea, but you just do it with migration patterns and look at weather. And you yeah. go, okay, Canada is still fucking above freezing. Birds aren't going to push. So let's fucking close it for this, the next 10 days. And then we'll put 10 days on the end. Sounds good. And give me Sundays, cocksuckers. Motherfucker. I hate this stuff. I know. I really wish they'd do that, but. I truly truly wonder how much. How many fucking people would actually post their land if they fucking had hunting on Sundays? One thing I read was Pennsylvania, you could hunt on Sundays. But now in Pennsylvania, you can hunt two Sundays out of the month. What about this? Resident only on Sundays. 
right? Why not? I would hunt a lot more. I would put way more effort into it if I could hunt on Sundays. You know? I mean, why don't we push that? I think we should push that. That could be our new, that's our New Year's resolution as a podcast. We're going to push podcast. resident Sunday hunting. It'd be interesting to take a survey of, you know, a hundred landowners that have property that they let people hunt on. And right. look at, and see what they say. <sighs> It's yeah, but also see what they say versus see what they do. So I don't mean to like cast that doubt, but it's like, are you going to go out and post your land every 50 feet for the entire property with your name yeah. and number properly? Because if you don't, it doesn't mean shit. Sorry. Like it doesn't hold yeah. up. You might be able to fucking call a game warden and the game warden and come down and talk to somebody and be like, hey, you're really not supposed to be here. They don't want to. Well, okay, that's fine, but it's posted improperly. So it's like, are you really going to go around all fucking 360 degrees of your property and post it properly? People are the people fine. that the people that want to do it that don't want. Yeah, but who is that? like how many people is that? You know what I mean? Like, is this going to be like. I don't know. I guess I don't hunt. I don't deer hunt. So it really doesn't fucking bother me at all. I don't give a fuck. You can post your land all you want. I'm in a boat. Fuck you. Like, yeah. Or I'm sitting in the water. Do you do you own this water? Oh, that's right. No, you don't. Sorry. Unless it's a private pond on a private piece of property. Yeah. Suck it, bitches. So I kind of just look at it and like, all right, selfishly, I just want to go, let me waterfowl hunt on Sundays. Shotgun only. Pellets aren't flying far. Yeah. Let people I walk. think I think it's gonna to come to a head at some point. I don't know if it will because the sportsman in this, I mean, you know, you say well, here's my thing with it from a from deer hunting perspective. They're like they're giving out more doe permits now than they ever have before. And there's still more deer every year that aren't getting harvested. Right. Well, they're giving out so, permits, but you don't have as many hunters in the woods. You know what I mean? And I, my, my personal belief is if you give them an extra day, you're going to get people out there. Absolutely. And I don't you know because like, think about like the dad that has football season all, you know, October, November. So, and then, you know, he can only get out, like, he's got football on Saturdays. Sundays is going to be his only day to get out. Right. Give us, give us, like, like, two, give us two Sundays. One every, like, every other Sunday. Why not do, why not do 10 a.m.? It's one, it, it's like. Why not give it, why not go till 10 a.m. or something like that? Yeah. They used to do that with turkey hunting. Right. You know, until noon. Right. I mean, they do it out west for pheasant hunting. You do it some places for trout, even. I mean, yeah. and that's that's all you know, honor code basically, because yeah, you have no you idea. You know what? It, 
And if you, I mean, the, it's not like the game wardens, there's, there's game wardens not, they don't take Sundays off. Like if they're on call, they're working. You know right. what I mean? So it's not like the state is going to have to pay extra money to a game warden to work on Sunday. Did I tell there's you? Already, did I tell you about catch the, getting the guy down in, uh, it was down here in the Brave Boat Headworks. No. He was sitting there and he's fucking sitting in his truck. I stopped by. I was like, oh, what you up to? He's like, ah, looking for hunters. And I looked at him and I go, on Sunday? And he's like, uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, uh, well, I just, yeah, you know, just out here. I was like, oh, gotcha. Sounds good, bud. You fucking. It was a game warden? A main game board? Yeah. I was like, so you're actively looking for hunters in your truck parked on the side of the road? Where there's no trucks? Huh. Cool. Cool story, bro. I, uh, we got the game supper coming up at the Rod and Gun Club. <sighs> Yeah, fuck what the uh, fuck's with the dues right now? What in the actual fuck? We've set them up. Why? Because it's an aging club. So well, here, fucking just hear me out. The old hear fucks me. pay the same amount. This is They're not gonna. It's racist. Then fucking let them go. But then the club doesn't have income. There's 750 members. There's a way. No, there isn't. That's what fucking old, what's his nut says on his fucking emails. There's 748 members or something. No. There's 750 something passes. What they're trying to do is get the people that show up more involved or get people more involved, you know, paying money. Like if if you're paying more money and this is not necessarily you or it's 64 bucks a year. That was a steal. That's the cheapest. This is a club. Like they want people to be more involved. So if you're going to pay money to be, if you're going to pay more money, hopefully you'll, because you're paying more, you'll try to get more out of that money. Okay. And if they don't, then they can go somewhere else. No, no, no. So there but, isn't a wait list for. And, and then the other thing is, there isn't a wait list for for membership. Oh, there's not anymore. There hasn't been for two years because they haven't taken any more members. They shut membership down. Oh, then you can't have a fucking wait list if you say we can't have any more. So, so there's no there's no wait list, um, right? But what is their what's their main what's their what's the upper limit of memberships? Are we there? So the club the club has the ability to make for the for the system that we use, we have the ability for a thousand gate cards. But there's gate cards that, like the police, the fire, the dumpster company, the 
there's, I think they're going to cap membership at 800. And then that gives us 200 gate cards for miscellaneous stuff. With the new membership policy, one, and you don't have to worry about this. I don't have to worry about this, but new members coming in, what they're, what they're signing up for is you have to have a sponsor. Okay. You, you and your sponsor. So like, we'll use Evan as an example. If Evan wanted to join the club, yeah. so he could go there and shoot on his own. If, uh, if you wanted to sponsor, so you sponsor Evan. So what that does, you now have an agreement that you and Evan will come to the meeting hand the application in, agree to coming to the work party that following Saturday. And then when you get, when your membership and you, and you get accepted and you pay, you and Evan also have to go to range orientation together. And then when range orientation is done and you get your, your badge and whatever within 45 days you and evan also have to go to the range together and shoot so you as a sponsor can say that he is proficient in handling firearms safely and if you can't do it within 45 days we can set evan up with a range safety officer to do it with him. so we're trying to get people more involved with helping the, helping out at the club so my this is all my idea and basically it was a bunch of old heads talking about how are we going to get people we want to open up membership but how are we going to get those members to be more involved I said okay make them come to make them come to a work party get rid of all the fuck sticks that are in the club make them come to a work party and and then you have x because they're always bitching about help at the work party so, okay, well, if they want to join, they got to come to the next work party and their sponsor has to come. So now you're going to have, if there's 10 applications that month, you're going to have 20 people there at the work party. And if there's enough work for them, send them home. I yeah. mean, do whatever you want. But, and then the, the dues needed to go up anyways. You could go to, and the other, like, They've got doctors and stuff that are members of the club that aren't, they're just not going to help, you know, like I joined the club one to shoot, but also to like, I guess, be a part of something. Like yeah. it's something I don't want to join white birch armory and pay 400, $1,200 a year to still have to put my name on a list to be able to shoot, you know? So it's but you also have to look at what is offered by like a white birch armory versus what is offered at south berwick i agree and if you're gonna sit here and say that oh well our dues are gonna go up because we can't do the work parties and it's like well then what are the work parties for you know what what are the dues for because almost doubled I know no, they did double. Yeah. 
I know Dom sent us thing like, well, we didn't quite double them. It's like, well, okay, motherfucker. What do I eight dollars short? Yeah. What do I get for ninety-eight percent increase on my fucking dues? Yeah. So in my mind, and this is not a knock on you for your plan for this, but this is just honesty. Uh, I'm paying even more now. I'm helping never. Like you increase my dues, that means so now is was the dues increase and this is just a like well, the a, other the other side of it is like if you come to a work party and you work and I and I know you're not going to because and I'm not going to either because I work on Saturdays. Right. But I'm trying to do other stuff. So you go to a work party and you work eight hours. They're going to credit you a, a certain amount of money back towards your dues for the following year. So essentially, if you work, I think it's 40 hours, your membership's paid for as long as it's documented. So you have the ability to get those dues. Like five dollars an hour. The fuck? To minimum, zero. Minimum wage is 15, cocksuckers. <laughs> but this is a private club. Um, so you have the ability to have it pay less. And so I guess the increase was, yep, you're going to pay more. But if you want to pay less, come to a work party. Well, and it's, but it's, all, it's always been that way, though. Always. It, it has. Now, but I, now it's just more of, a, of an advantage. And it's an aging club. You get to a certain age in the club, you, it's a $20 membership fee. Like yes. you don't have to pay. Fuck them. But some some of the older people that want to just come to the club and get out and be a member of something can't afford it. So hey, here's here's the thing I'll say about that. And I'm sort of self-incriminating myself, but I still pay full dues. If those people that are not paying the $20, like or, or that are paying $20, don't log fucking five visits a year. Your key card's gone. Fuck you. Come up when it's open. Come up on Thursdays and Sundays. Yeah. Gates, gates open Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. If you're literally just looking to come hang out, come up on a Thursday night and hang out. Gate cards are gone. Membership goes to somebody else. And off we go. Because I think if you truly went and said, look, we're opening membership for X amount of people, I think you'd fill it. Well, maybe not right now because you can't get fucking ammo to go shoot. I never even put my stickers on last year. I never, I don't think I ever went to the club last year. It's uh, it's going to be interesting because, but they were looking for a solution to a problem they presented in front of me. Well, and, and here's my, my, other point is like so was the club finances so bad that we were going to go into the red no exactly so fuck off then <laughs> like you know what i mean no, I, and that's not to you that's just like as a whole as a club if you're still making money but you sit here and then tell me you double my dues so what is my benefit to staying a member It's still cheaper than other clubs. Okay. White Birch Armory is inside. 
Okay. But they don't have a 200 yard range or a trap range. I know you don't have to be a member to shoot trap. I just do it out of the goodness of my heart. I'm like the perfect person to fucking have a membership of. Oh yeah. That's. that's I literally cost you zero money. money Yeah. I cost you zero money. I don't show up. And if I do show up, it's for something that I don't even need a fucking membership for. You're the guy who uh, buys a membership to a gym in January. No. Goes for six weeks. I'm just using you as an example. I bought gym equipment and then just still don't use it. <laughs> exactly. So, but you're the people that buy a gym membership in January and pay for it all year round, that's who Planet Fitness is making money off of. Oh, yeah. You know, they're not making money off of people that go every day. No. It's $10 a month. They're right. making money off of the 90% of people that don't go at all. Right. That forget they have it. I don't forget I have it. It's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, with the current state of affairs and the amount of fucking shortage of ammo, I'm not going to go shoot, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I would get involved with the club. However, there are so many fucking people in that club that I just like John had asked me to get involved with like the trap range and running it. And then one motherfucker said, Oh, I'm going to get involved too. And I said, never again. See you later. Yep. Not happening. That little fuck stick in a Miata. Yeah. He can shove his fucking shotgun right up his asshole. He's gone now. I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm just saying. But if you want to help, I'm going to need help for the game supper. We actually having it this year on the books to have it. What about Omicron? Here's what it is. Eat outside. <laughs> don't come if you don't want to. I don't give yeah, a Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's what I'm just going to go back into a little bit of irritation because it was something that I saw today. The restaurants of Portland have asked the city to enact a indoor mask mandate for the restaurants. Instead of having a spine to say our restaurant is going to enact an inside mask mandate for when you walk from the door to your table, then you can take it off because we're going to make a difference. And we feel that that's going to be the thing to do. We want mommy or daddy to tell us we have to do it. And then then our patrons have to do it instead of us standing up for, you know, it's what we feel is right, but we don't have the nut sack or the gut sack in some cases to say, we would like you to wear a mask inside. Go fuck yourselves. I hope you all go out of business. Every single fucking one of you that support that now if you as a company want to say we request that you're aware of mask inside absolutely no problems now are you going to lose business because of it maybe are you going to gain business maybe i don't fuck it. i can't fucking answer that question yeah but if you don't have the fucking balls 
to put your nuts on the line and say, this is what I believe in. This is what we're going to do in my establishment. Fuck you. And fuck the horse you rode in on and shove your masks up your asshole. Don't come to me and tell me that you need the government to fucking stand up and say, oh, well, you have to do this because these people want you to do it. Fuck you. You're a private entity. Tell people what they want. You know, there's places in Portland that are requiring it. Fuck off. Do it. There's some places in Portland that are requiring that you be vaccinated. Yeah. If that's what they want to do. Go for it. That's what they want to do. Yeah. People that aren't vaccinated can't come. Okay. Tough shit. If you are vaccinated and you want to go there, guess what? You can. If you aren't vaccinated and you want to go there, well, you can get vaccinated or not go there. Ain't that fucking hard, dude. But the, the fact that all these restaurants went to the city of Portland and were like, well, can you guys say, like, mom, can you tell Tommy that I can't come over? Fuck you. You fucking spineless fucks. Like, have some ownership. Like, if you feel that passionate about it, like, I mean, Central and York did it. Central and York has only done takeout. And I mean, they just closed for their fucking entire. They closed for like all of January and February to go on vacation. Which, I mean, good for them. But they never reopened inside. They just said, we don't want to. We don't feel comfortable. We're not going to. Dude, good on and you. We, and we make just as much money doing takeout. Or, you know, make enough to fucking keep the doors open. Yep. And that's fine. Dude, if that's what you want to do, go do it. Go fucking go play your little hearts out like that. I don't fucking care. Yep. Don't fucking sit here and then go, oh, well, I need the city to tell me that I have to do something that I want them to do. Because then I don't have to like actually be the one that says that this is my idea. Like you fucking spineless little fucks stand behind something and stand up for yourselves. You little bitch. Thanks for coming to my Ted talk. (laughs) What a pivot again. Mm. So I've been thinking about ice fishing. Yeah. I watched a lot of ice fishing videos today. We got to get our hands on a dog sled. Right. Here's my idea why. Throw it in you, throw you in it. And then take, you know, how you have the swivel seats for your boat, Mm -hmm. your duck boat. Mm -hmm. You put one of those fittings on the the dog sled. Stick a seat in it. And then I can just drill a hole, sit on the dog sled. You guys want to move? Fire up the four wheeler and take me with you. We got a snowmobile now too. Jesus Christ! <laughs> What'd you get for a sled? I didn't buy it. Oh, we stole it from Evan's brother. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need it. Well, he doesn't need it. See, so it's a fucking Polaris, I think. I don't know. It's sitting in my yard right now. <laughs> Leah's like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I did not buy this. It's not mine. It's borrowing it. Yeah. We're (laughs) probably going to use it all of fucking fishing season, but yeah, whatever. It, it needs some work though. You know how much uh, deflection a drive belt on a snowmobile is supposed to have with the clutch disengaged, like just off. 
I got no idea. About an inch. That thing I can almost touch both halves together. <laughs> the entire like belt box is just coated in rubber. Like I looked at it and Evan and I were looking at it. I'm like, would you text your brother and ask him if he's ever fucking looked at a snowmobile before? Before he's like, Well, I mean, I looked at the belt and it kind of looked new. I'm like, well, it looks new because all the rubber's burnt off the fucking thing. No shit. It's black. Yeah. Yeah. She so she needs some work. So we're gonna have a little. He bought it back from what's that? He bought it last year. It you gotta tack it to like almost four grand before the thing moves. Yeah, it needs a belt. Yeah. (laughs) Probably needs a clutch at this point. So we're gonna try and adjust the clutch, hopefully, with a new belt. Hoping that's the 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 fix. Just buy two belts. I think think Evan ordered three. (laughs) (laughs) And a battery. He's like, I don't need the electric start. It's like, all right, the thing already doesn't have reverse. You're going to get electric start because we're not pulling this fucking thing all year. So you're paying for it. Sorry. (laughs) What size size engine is it? 600, I think. Is it a two two up? Yeah. Oh, those are perfect for ice fishing. Yeah, so I think we're going to build a little hitch kit for it. So nice. If we ever get fucking ice, I don't know. There's ice out there right now. It ain't fucking thick, though. Yeah, then 50 degrees on Sunday is going to ruin just about any of that, unless we get a cold snap next week. The only good part about the 50 degrees is it'll make whatever is on top of the ice ice. Yeah. Like, we'll get yeah. rid of all the snow. Make it easier for walking and dragging shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting there for ice fishing. I don't know. Still fairly in into duck hunting at this point. And with the weather, yeah. I don't really feel like I should ever stop. So it's like Maine, I think Maine stops Monday. New Hampshire stops the Monday after. Still got fucking almost what 10 days left. So 10, 12 days. Plenty of time to go kill shit. And then I was I was like, because Evan was like, Well, I want to do this, 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 and this. I was like, all right, dude. I need like three solid days to clean up from duck season. Like get all my shit put away. Like, even just from the split, like wood ducks to mallards and shit. I just went upstairs, opened the fucking wood duck fucking decoy bag, dumped them on the ground, loaded it with mallards and left. Like, it's just piles of fucking decoys up there, all fucking everywhere. So I want to try and organize everything. Get everything. One minute. I got to go get something that I bought to show you. I'll be right back. Okay. We're going on an adventure with you. Follow, follow me, folks. We'll still have sound. We will. It's a really nice colored room you're in. Yeah, the orange is pretty sweet. He's going for a trek. 
Oh, he's coming back in. All right. So you'll recognize the style hat. Been on a hat kick lately. I wonder pretty, why. Pretty excited. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, the old. There goes the old AirPod. It's the. Uh, I call it the Joe Hall and LL Bean special. Yeah. They didn't have the jacket I wanted in my size, so I saw this and I had to have it. I don't blame you. Then it's got the ear flaps. So why don't you flip the ear flaps up on the outside? I don't like that look. Plus, it's a little big. Oh, so it kind of like sucks it in a little bit. Yeah. I got I mean, I, I couldn't like. I put this. This is an extra large. I got a big head. And I couldn't believe how big it was, but I like it. Well, you're down a few follicles, so that maybe gains you a little bit of extra space. Listen, there, touch hole. I got a I got a couple hats I just love, and a lot of people will see me outside. Well, I don't. I realized the other day I'm a very gear specific oriented person. Like I will only wear duck hunting stuff for duck hunting. I will not notice this about you. I will not wear like my jacket for duck hunting ice fishing. I just won't do it. This is the way I am. So I'm like, I got all these hats and warm shit, and I just buy all more more shit for ice fishing. Because I don't want to ruin something ice fishing that I need for duck hunting, I guess is really where I get at. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather have my ice fishing stuff. I like to compartmentalize my shit. And when I have to fucking share, I don't like it. Like, yeah. So it's like, I've got some, it's, I've got a couple hats that are ridiculous looking, but they serve a perfect purpose for duck hunting. And I wear one every day. Like, it's like a weird little, like, it's got like a wicked short brim on it. Yeah. And it's got little ear flaps that are like just thin enough to like keep your ears warm. One of the problems I have is like I bought the it's the Sitka Hudson hat and it's like super warm, like outrageously warm, but it has wind blocker and Gore-Tex. So as soon as you pull it over your ears, you can't hear a fucking thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, that doesn't really work for me. I like to be able to hear. So I have this other hat. I love it. It looks fucking stupid, but I fucking love the thing. But sort of like those hats, like they they don't fit like every day. 
no walking around like this is this is like the perfect but it's a good winter hat like yeah exactly like even just wearing it like this my head is warm yeah Oh, I love, I got too much. Leah got me some new ice fishing gloves. So I'm pretty pumped on those. I told her, she's like, what size do you want? I was like, either extra large or extra, extra large. She's like, why do you, I was like, cause I don't like wearing gloves. I just, I'm not a glove. I, I fucking hunt without gloves. I hate yeah. wearing gloves, but my hands do get cold occasionally, especially ice fishing. And I was like, so I like to be able to put my hands in stuff, but also get them off easily. Like, I don't want tight fitting gloves because normally I don't try and do anything dexterous with gloves on. So I'm like, I just want a fucking big pair of fucking gloves that I can fucking throw my hands in if they're fucking cold. Let them warm up and go back to fucking not wearing gloves again. Makes sense. Need mittens. Yeah. But mittens, mittens have their limitations when you're trying to like, if you, if you do have to do stuff with like, like, for example, drilling an ice hole, it's a lot yeah. easier to do with gloves on, even if they're big and kind of bulky, but I don't know. I went through, I had to do some patchwork on, I still wish Under Armour would make their fucking decoy gloves that I still, I keep fucking patching. I've got fucking probably 15 patches on these fucking gloves. I'm just trying to keep them. Like at one point we might as well just get some of that fucking, you know, like the tool dip. Yeah. I might as well just get some of that in like olive drab brown or green and just dunk the whole fucking glove in there and just hope that works. Cause they're getting to that point. We've we've put quite a few coats of fucking flex seal, flex seal UV repair, like waiter repair kits. Fucking, I've tried everything: aqua seal, boot seal, flex seal. But they're the best fucking gloves I've ever bought. They don't make them anymore. Of course not. Yeah. Fucking Under Armour. I did get. A couple pairs of the orange fucking lobster gloves, though. Yep. The fuzzy linered ones. Ooh, I didn't know they made those. Dude. And I don't know what kind of sorcery they use for the liner of them, but it doesn't matter if your hands are wet. You can get them in. You know when you fleece gloves and your hands get wet when you're out in the rain or whatever and you try and pull gloves on and it's just like... It's like trying the back door when she says no, you know, you just, <laughs> you just, you just don't fit. Yeah. These fucking things, like even with the wet hands the other day in the rain, you just fucking slide right on. Like, I don't know what kind of sorcery is inside of these. The one thing I did notice is they don't really make your hands warmer. Yeah. Like they prevent your hands from freezing, but they don't really like heat up. Like, you know, when you put on good gloves, if your hands are cold, you can feel your hands warm up. Yeah. These things are just like, okay, we'll stop your hands from feeling like they're frozen, but we're not going to make them feel warm. So it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of weird. I don't know. It's, just, it's hard to explain, but. All right. They'll do the job and they're like $10 versus the other pair of decoy gloves. I want to buy is 200 and Jesus Christ. 
Well, yeah. Although I've really just kind of gotten back to the fact of like I've hunted. What am I at right now? I'm at close to 60 days this year already. Like very close to 60 days of hunting. Yeah. I think I'm at 51. It's like, okay, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, we're talking about fucking trying to hunt fucking what four to six extra days during deer season <laughs> sitting here going well since fucking the first of october i think i've hunted a total of i'm yeah i think it's 51 or 52 days in the first two weeks of october you were like meh first four weeks i didn't yeah. hunt, i hunted one day the first four weeks of october And then we did three days up north, and then I went on a streak of not working and just hunting. We've kind of been on that streak for, well, for today. Ever since. Yeah. Well, up until up until Leah's surgery last Wednesday. Was it Wednesday she had surgery? Yeah. Yeah. But I think I took off like the day before. I don't know. I feel like I took off more days last week, but I think it might have just been because of Christmas because I did hunt on Friday. I don't remember. But I did like, I think I took four days off last week. And I think that's the, those four days in the past 10 days are the most days I've taken off since Veterans Day. So, not bad. (laughs) Yeah, not a bad deal. I think from Veterans Day till almost Christmas, I think I only didn't hunt like six days. I hunted two days. Couldn't do it. I mean, you grant, granted, you had a fucking hip cut out of you, but twice. Yeah, once for practice. The other time, yeah. let's try and make this one work. Ugh. Next year, that all changes. It's on the up and up, dude. You gotta get after it. I just can't believe I said I would fucking stop doing, stop hunting around here and start doing trips. I'm fucking retard. That ain't ever going to happen. I mean, there are, there is part of me that I, I like, I do want to go on trips. Don't get me wrong. Like it, it, like the concept of it makes sense. Oh, the, the idea and the execution of it really makes sense. Like, okay. Like I know guys that, that don't deer hunt around here but they go to Kansas for two weeks because they, they own businesses and anytime they try to get out hunting around here, their phone rings. Yeah. So they can't like get away from work. Yeah. But that's on you. It is, but they could go to Kansas and be like, look, I'm gone for two weeks. Figure it out. Yeah. But you should be able to do that. Like that's one of the, I will say that is one of the things that I've learned since my return 
my third return voyage to the old workplace. Yeah. Uh, we got some boundaries now. You can fucking call me all you want. I don't give a fuck. If I'm not working, I'm not answering. Yeah. And if it's my boss texting me, it will be on my terms. I'm not going out of my way. I'm done with that. Fuck you. Yeah. If I'm off, I'm off. Unless the plant fucking trips. And even then, fuck you. It'll be tripped on Monday. Yeah, it's going to stay tripped. <laughs> that sucks. But it's like, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, like, it's sort of the way of, it's the old business versus like the new business style yeah. where like a lot of, I've kind of been doing like quite a bit of research into like the whole like, oh, well, work from home. Well, no, we can't have you work from home. Well, why not? Well, because I need to see you. Well, why? Because you don't understand how to manage properly. So it's like, you need to see me to think, like you need to micromanage to think that you're actually managing me. When in reality, all you're doing is being a pain in my ass versus like the newer way of like macro managing, which is like, all right, let's look at results. Let's look at what you got done. Okay. You're doing what you said you were, you know, you're doing what I've asked you to do. Sounds good. Let's move on. Don't worry about it. Like fucking how's it going? Keep it moving. Like, let's go. And the older styles of people in business have a hard time with that concept of dude, I don't have to work nine to five. I can work at fucking 10 o'clock at night and still do the job. And if it's done on Monday, it's done on Monday. I'm like, yeah, that's how this goes. <clears throat> but the, one of the things that I have said to my boss and it's like, I mean, cause they're, they're pushing because my company's owned by a bunch of old whites. Uh, you know, well, we want everyone back in the office. Okay. I only work when I'm in the office then. Well, I need you to end. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. You want me in the office. If you're requiring me to be in the office every day, I only work when I'm in the office every day. Yeah. So guess what? When something happens and you got to call me, good luck getting a hold of me. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to be an asshole and like, I don't mean to be that way with my boss, but you know, cause we are cordial, we are friendly, you know, but like, you're going to sit here and tell me that I can't work from home anymore. Okay. I will bring my entire work from home setup back in. And when you call me fucking five minutes after I leave site, turns out I've already had a beer. That sucks. Hmm, sorry. Can't work. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, well, why would I go out of my way when you're being a pain in the ass in my, like, sorry, like you want to, you, you want your cake and you want to eat it too, but you don't want to allow your workers to be you know, semi-happy and enjoy their jobs. And you wonder why people quit. Hmm, that's fucked up. Yeah. But to be able to, you know, sit back and go, okay, you're doing your job. Well, we're staying on top. I can look at all my indicators that, mean fucking jack shit but i can look at them all and they all look green cool keep doing you let's go like it's not that hard like you actually just have to like you know sort of manage people not just stare over your shoulders it's weird yeah
How's the work life? Good being back? Yeah, it definitely feels good to be back. It's uh needed. I'm looking. Yeah. Well, I mean, they haven't been super busy, but it's just it's like it's good to see the customers again. It's it's good to be back in a routine. Yeah. It does feel weird like either when it's you know when you take time off or like when you have like something that you can't go to work for it's like i kind of got this way with like working from home a little bit i've gotten over it and i've kind of figured out a routine but like to get that different routine down it sucks when it's like this is how i work i get up i make my coffee i go to work i drive i do this route and this is what i do on my drive like you know, whether whatever you listen to or whatever, you know what I mean? Like everyone has their morning routine. Yeah. When you're out of that morning routine for like a month and then like to get back into it, you're like, Oh yeah, I fucking like this. Like I like, going, I like going into work. Like honestly. Yeah. As long it's as it's like, not, as long as it's not hunting season, I don't care. Or the it fish gives bite. you like, purpose almost you know i like being stuck in a house and not being able to go to work and it's just like i feel like i felt useless you know what i mean like it, it was yeah. it was a mental mind fuck for a while you know and and that's now that I'm getting, yeah and now that i'm getting back to it like i'm nervous okay i was back to work two days the last time hopefully like yeah how many am i going to make it this time exactly yeah so i just like got to get out of my own head and just go for it just fucking carpe them dms dude exactly i started one one thing i did is i read a book or i'm reading a book and it's by it's jocko's it's one of jocko's books so it's like a it's called discipline equals freedom and it's his field manual to how he lives his life so it's definitely like this is definitely some stuff in it that i won't be doing but there's definitely some points <laughs> in the book that that i get you know what i mean well and i think that's that's the important thing is like you don't have to follow every single fucking thing that is in yeah anything i mean realistically like anything in life is this way like if you just if you can take things and learn five percent of something learn learn one thing out of a hundred things and be able to utilize that in your life i think that's just like that's what you need to do yeah like i'm not saying that someone should listen to our podcast and do everything that we say to do but if you yeah please don't we are <laughs> retards. But if you can take like one thing, like one piece of advice on like whatever it is, small engines, ice fishing, dock hunting, something yeah. like that. Like if you can take one piece of advice from that and learn from it, like that's all I want. I don't I don't expect you to fucking sit here and be like, oh well, I have to fucking listen to everything they say. Cause please God don't. Like one thing, 
and anybody that knows Jocko is, knows that he's famous for getting up at 4.30 in the morning and ain't shit let's go and, and and like working out yeah every day and like i i mean i'm not gonna necessarily get up and work out but i can see like the the getting like i hate sleeping in even though like i've done it a lot in the past three weeks yeah but what else was i supposed to do but like after reading that it's like no you get up and get moving do something do something productive well and like I've kind of had similar thoughts with like the evening. The evenings are the worst for me. Like normally, like I'm either getting up to go hunting or I'm getting up to go to work. And if I'm not doing either of those two, I kind of like, especially during hunting season, I kind of just in my mind, like whatever it was, like it was a Sunday. I slept, I slept in on Sunday till like almost nine o'clock. Like I just, I was fucking gassed between Christmas. Also got a pretty drunk Christmas night, maybe. <laughs> but like between Christmas and then like the week prior to Christmas, hunting that entire week, the week before that, hunting the like, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot of hunting, a lot of fucking late nights, a lot of working on shit. Like, so like one day sleeping in, I'm like, okay need to recharge the batteries no problem but my thing is like in the afternoons like or in the evenings like after work like come down like hang out with the kids do something or if they're fucking playing on their own thing like just kind of hang out and then it's like okay you've just fallen into the trance of like being on your phone whether it's fucking watching yeah. youtube ice fishing videos whether it's fucking surfing twitter tiktok facebook instagram whatever I was like, I could get up and go do so many fucking things right now. Yeah. But I'm not. And that's where I need to like, one of the things I need to work on. One thing I've tried to start doing is whether it's that book or it's something else. Like I've tried to read four pages of something a day. Yeah. My problem is if I start reading, if I'm in bed and I read, I'm out cold. If I'm yeah, see, I, reading, I, I won't read in bed. I can't. I'll fucking pass out in like two sentences. Yeah. So, but yeah. Fucking long one tonight, old boy. Yeah, what well, we've been going at for an hour and a half. Yeah, one twenty-five right now. Anything else we got to cover? Oh, I I did put like three things in the notes. Hold on. So. Oh, only two things. Have you heard um, of the movie The Alpinist? No. So do you remember there was a movie that came out? Fuck, I forget the name of it. Uh, El Capitan. The dude that free. Oh, it was called Free Solo. Dumbass. It was called Free Solo. And it was about this kid, Alex, that was the first person to ever free solo climb this rock face called El Capitan. It's out. No, I've heard of I've heard of rock face, but it's in Utah or something, right? California, I think. California. Somewhere out there. Um, but like the dude climbed it with no ropes, no nothing, just go. I insane. Well, 
this other thing is called the alpinist. Yeah. And this is like climbing with crampons and ice picks, but then also switching over to climbing shoes and climbing on rock and then switching back and forth fucking halfway through your fucking climbs and bullshit. And the true like heart of Alp alpinists is like they've never seen or done the wall that they're about to go do yeah so like when they talk about like soloing a wall like they just go up they like walk up to it and they go all right here we go and just start climbing the fucking it's a netflix special i think the alpinist it is fucking incredible will warn you spoiler alert the dude does die in this one, so it's not <laughs> such, a great, such a great outcome as Free Solo. Um, it's pretty cool though. It's still like, but like we watched it one night because Leah was sleeping downstairs, just because it was easier to sleep on the couch with like the way her shoulder was, like it supported yeah. it. It's so like we were sitting down here watching it, and I'm like, it was like 11 something at night. I'm like, well, I didn't need this kind of fucking emotions right now. Like, yeah, but it was a very, very good movie. Like, incredibly good movie. I'll check it out. And then the other thing, if any motherfucker that listens to this can learn one thing, this is the one thing I want you to learn. If you post something online, and say PM for price or details and more pictures. Fuck you, motherfucker. Post it all when you post the fucking thing and go fuck yourself. That's it. Post a price, post your pictures, post your fucking details. Let's fucking move on. Don't fucking post. Oh, this is my one picture of my boat. Send me in a message for fucking more of them. No, motherfucker. When you made that post, they said add up to fucking 30 fucking photos. You could have done it then. Go fuck yourself. Nothing pisses me off more. Or the fucking the price one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, DM me for the price. No. Fuck you. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. I don't fucking care. Drives me up a fucking wall. So if you're selling something. Just come out and say, this is what I'm selling. These are the pictures of it. And this is what I would like for it. And yeah. if you can't do that, go fuck yourself. Simple as that. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk again. That's the only thing I want to pass on to the people tonight. All right. Just post your shit. And if you feel embarrassed to like add a price or add the rest of the photos, then just don't sell it. Like, what are you trying to do? If you don't want to post a post pictures, put it in Uncle Henry's. Yeah, but what's the end goal? Like, oh, we'll make me an offer. Yeah, okay. all right, a hundred dollars. Yeah, all right, dude, hundred bucks for the boat. Well, no, it's worth fucking twenty five thousand. Then put it up for twenty five thousand, dickhead. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh boy. Hmm. 
That's all I got. Just post your shit. Give us all the details that I need to make a fucking informed decision if I want to drive to your dumb ass and pick it up. That's it. Not hard. In other news, I've been looking for a duck boat. (laughs) Another one? Yeah. A bigger one or smaller? Smaller ish. Smaller. Either a fifteen forty eight or a sixteen forty eight, somewhere in that range. Fifteen or sixteen footer. Surface drive. Surface drive. Nice old fucking V twin, fucking thirty five horse, fucking Kohler. Yeah. Bringing in that late small engine to have them tune her up real good. No, you won't. Why? It's got a, it's got a lower it's got a lower shaft. It's got a outboard motor on it. Nope. No, it's not an outboard. It's literally a still lawnmower. A pro- it's a lawnmower a, engine with a chain still drive. Pro- still got a propeller. It's a small engine though, motherfucker. It's Elliot small engine. It is, but we we have the right to refuse business to anybody. <laughs> Besides, you're gonna work on it yourself. I'll sell you parts for it. Maybe I'll take it to par- maybe I'll take it to Mike and Michaela's fucking <laughs> all right. I'll leave that alone. I will I take somebody that. came in somebody came in the shop. I'll <laughs> save this for we'll talk about this off the air. Uh <laughs> <laughs> A small engine mechanic somewhere else. <laughs> Go for it. I yeah. guarantee you it comes back broken. <laughs> it can't decide what it wants to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it an outboard or is it a lawnmower? <laughs> All right. We need to. Right, yeah, we're done. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, see you Folks, next. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace.